The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about the benefits of artificial intelligence in marketing tools and technology. Joining us is Erica Salm-Wrench, who is the COO of Rasa.io, which is an email newsletter platform powered by cutting-edge artificial intelligence. The newsletters produced by Rasa contain personalized content for every recipient, and the tool eliminates much of the newsletter curation process through the use of intelligent automation. Yesterday, Eric and I talked about artificial intelligent tool accessibility for marketers, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about AI-led content creation. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Erica Sam-Wrench, the COO of Rasa.io. Erica, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you, Ben. I'm very happy to be here. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Always good to chat with a member of the Rasa team. We rely on you to help us produce the MarTech Brief, our weekly newsletter that's not only a roundup of the content we produce, but it also rounds up some of the best industry content so people know what's happening outside of what we talk about here on the MarTech Podcast. We're using you to help us not only aggregate, but distribute content, which makes you an expert on, well, artificially intelligent-led content creation. Talk to me a little bit about how machines understand what content is interesting and how marketers can use it to create more content. Absolutely. So to use the example of Rasa, we use natural language processing to, quote unquote, read all of the content that comes into our ecosystem. So you are essentially plugging in sources that produce valuable information to your subscribers. So in your case, you're entering in sources probably like HubSpot or other blogs that are producing relevant content to the marketing space. We're reading that content as it comes into Rasa to form this content for your newsletter, whoever's given newsletter. And then we use natural language processing to say, all right, well, Ben's been interested in these topics in the past. I'm going to give him more of this in the future and predict what he's probably going to be interested in reading about in two weeks or a month. And so we're constantly evolving that engine to understand what the content that comes into the system is about and assign it to various readers going forward. So there's a couple different formats of content creation. In your case, it's aggregation and understanding what's the collection of content that's going to be interesting to a individual reader. 
I upload in Rasa, I don't know, there's 15 or 20 sources of blog posts and articles that we think are relevant as industry leaders. And Rasa goes through them, gives us a list of what they think are the most relevant for the audience broadly. We check off to make sure that they're right. And then the artificial intelligence basically matches each individual article or the top five to whoever we're sending that content to. So you're an aggregation tool. There's a host of other tools that are out there which are also getting to the point where they're writing content, figuring out when to send it. Talk to me outside of just the content aggregation, right? Matching the right piece of content with the right person. What are some of the other ways that people are creating content using artificial intelligence? So there's this idea of GPT-3, which is essentially this engine that goes out and reads all of the content on the web to best understand human language or human written language. And there are a lot of tools out there that use that information to generate content. So you could go to one of these commonly used tools and put in, and it'll ask you for various inputs. What's the sentiment of this content? What are the topics of this content? How long do you want this piece of content to be? And then using all of that learned information, these engines will spit out content. Now, we're not quite at the place yet where I think these blogs and social posts generated by machines are amazing, but they're getting there. They're certainly closer than they were half a decade ago. Ben, have you read any of this machine-produced content out there? You know, I read a lot of sports-related machine-produced content, and a lot of it has to do with what happened in a baseball game. Oh, okay. Barry Bond stepped up to the plate. He swung and missed at strike three, which ended the inning, and the Giants still lead five to four. And that all can be produced through artificial intelligence. So there's a lot of sports following that I consume that's probably not a real person writing it. There are a couple of really accessible tools out there that folks can get their hands dirty with right away with not a huge investment. One shortly AI, one smart copy, and then of course Grammarly does an amazing job of using natural language processing to make your written word better. That's probably where I'm using the most artificial intelligence. I am practically illiterate and a terrible writer. And it was always the like downfall of my career early on was like Ben's smart, but he can't write at all. And so now I became a podcast host and I have Grammarly checking all my emails. And Grammarly makes so much better suggestions than they used to. I used Grammarly when I was managing a team of content marketers at my prior job prior to Rasa. And it was so elementary. It was still super helpful. But now what it does is really incredible where it like suggests entire sentences and ways to sound quote unquote smarter through your writing. Yeah, I always find that Grammarly is like, hey, you're trying to do too much with your language, shorten this sentence or break it into two sentences. It's always like me trying to cram 10 words into a five word space and Grammarly slaps me on the back of the hand. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi, who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, 
And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So I guess that there's a couple different places where artificial intelligence is helping us. One, it is editing the content that the humans are producing. There are some scenarios where artificial intelligence can produce its own content. And then aggregation. When you think about the different formats of content, where do you think it's most applicable? Long-form content, short-form content, social, newsletters, you know, for people that are starting to think about how do they leverage more technology into their content creation process, where would you start first? I would probably start with the social stuff. Going back to your point about the sports writing, because it's short and sweet and it's pretty objective. I guess I feel like the social posting in one's organization most easily maps to that idea and makes it easiest for the machines. If you're writing a long form piece of content that needs to be really nutritious and the search engines need to really understand that you know what you're talking about, that's probably not the best place to start with the machine generated content. But that being said, and going back to the search engines, there is a wonderful tool out there called Market Muse, where it'll take the content that you produce and suggest different words and snippets and phrases to kind of pepper into your overall piece of content. So best to optimize for Google and the search engines. So they use inline semantic optimization to help you create a piece of content that's going to best answer users' queries in the search engine results pages. Inline semantic optimization, which sounds like another way to say they tell you what keywords to stuff in your content to make sure your pages rank for Google. Kind of, but like better, much better. It's like the next level. It's what we used to do. I mean, keyword stuffing was what everyone did 20 years ago. And then Google caught on to that. And a bunch of people had to redo all of their content throughout their websites and submit a bunch of disavow requests. Like we're no longer affiliated with this kind of content, but this market news tool really helps you sprinkle in tangentially related keywords, not just like the exact match phrase, if you will. I used a tool by a company called Search Metrics that has a tool called Content Experience. And as you're writing, they're saying, hey, you want to use, these are your top priority keywords and you should use the first one seven times, the second one four times, the third one three times. And then here are some other words that you should get in there and avoid these other words. Yeah, that sounds similar. It sounds like a similar idea. Yeah. So the moral of the story is that there is artificial intelligently led tools that can help you produce your content, the Grammarly's, the Market Muses, the content experience by search metrics. And that's probably the best way to create your longer form content as opposed to your short form content. You know, the machines might be able to write it 
I'm going to ask you to look in the crystal ball here and predict the future. When does Skynet take over? <laughs> when is Arnold Schwarzenegger coming down from the cloud? When all of the bots going to start producing our long-form content and we can just say, hey, go get me 10 blog posts? I think that world is less far off than the total Terminator takeover. I don't, I'd say five years, there's going to be a lot more of that. And there's still some of it right now. I mean, you can tell sometimes when you navigate to those obscure blog posts and articles and they're written in sort of a funky way, that might be the machine generated. But I think it's going to get to the point not too long where it, you can depend on machines for some slightly better content, some more nutritious stuff. All right. So look out for Arnold Schwarzenegger's falling from the sky with typewriters, but we're not quite there yet. So really for right now, artificial intelligence is more about manipulating and modifying the content that you're already creating. And so, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that process, the idea of blending humans and artificial intelligence and even some automation to produce the best marketing results in tomorrow's episode. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Erica Somrench, the COO of Rasa.io. In the third part of this conversation, which we'll publish tomorrow, Eric and I are going to talk about blending humans, artificial intelligence, and marketing automation. If you can't wait till our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Erica, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter where her handle is Erica Somrench. That's E-R-I-C-A-S-A-L-M-R-E-N-C-H. Or you could visit her company's website, which is rasa.io, R-A-S-A dot I-O. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.